For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome listeners to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake and I'm your host for the hour. And this is a reminder that the show is streamed through myvillagegreen.com. That's myvillagegreen.com. And another reminder that Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. You can get expert advice on supplements and they carry a superior line of supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, another reminder, we are here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and I'll be with you again next Sunday uh, when we talk about healthy living. I am so excited to introduce our guest today, Jeffrey Smith, author, filmmaker, and executive director of the Institute of Responsible Technology. And he's going to be focusing on GMOs and glyphosate, Our subject is eat organic as if your life depends on it, and I will add, because it does. I want to tell you a little bit more about uh, Jeffrey Smith. He's a leading consumer advocate promoting healthier non-GMO choices. He has a documentary, Genetic Roulette, The Gamble of Our Lives, and it was awarded the 2012 Movie of the Year and the transformational film of the year. That's amazing. And Mr. Smith's new film, Secret Ingredients, co-directed with Amy Hart, was released in 2018. His books include Seeds of Deception, Exposing Industry and Government Lies About the Safety of the Genetically Engineered Foods You're Eating, and Genetic Roulette, the Documented Health Risks of Genetically Engineered Foods. Welcome to the show, Jeffrey Smith. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Well, we're anxious to hear what you have to say. So let's get started I, wherever you want to with GMOs, if, if that's okay, and then we'll move on to glyphosate. Uh, so tell us about GMOs and why they're a problem. Well, let me let me get people's attention and make sure that they're they're paying attention here by saying that uh, I have surveyed over 3,000 people who said that when they switched to non-GMO foods and largely organic diets, uh, they got better from 28 different conditions. 28 different conditions. The most popular one was digestive problems, with over 85% of those reporting saying that their digestive system got better, and in many of them, completely healed. 60% had more energy. More than 54% had reduced weight, whether struggling with obesity or overweight. People lost brain fog, anxiety, depression, food allergies, memory problems, joint pain, allergies, gluten sensitivity, sleep conditions, skin conditions, chronic pain, even cardiovascular problems, high blood pressure, asthma, 
diabetes, autism. It's amazing how this could happen. Now, was I surprised to find the results of 3,256 people describing these improvements? I wasn't because they were the same improvements that I had received when I did informal surveys in front of audiences at 150 lectures and spoke to medical conferences and asked them what they were seeing in their patients when they put them on non-GMO and organic food. And these are the same type of problems that have been rising in the population in parallel with the increased use of both GMOs and the Roundup herbicide sprayed on them. These are the type of conditions that are reported by veterinarians when pets and livestock switch to non-GMO or organic food. These are the conditions that improve. And when animal feeding studies force-feed animals GMOs or Roundup, they suffer often from the precursors of these particular diseases and disorders. So we have a tremendous body of research and evidence pointing to the fact that GMOs and Roundup in our diet may be responsible for the suffering of millions of people, and it's easy to find out if you're one of them, simply switch to organic and be very vigilant for a few weeks and take notes. See if your energy level changes, if your weight changes, if your mood changes, and all the symptoms that you have see if they improve. And for some people, it will be one of the most important things they can ever do in their life because they don't realize the damage that their food is having on their health and well-being. Well, that's well explained and well described, uh, Jeffrey. Why is it that the government takes so long? And I ask this question, having been around 50 years in this industry, and knowing it took 50 years when we knew the truth about hydrogenated oils for the U.S. to finally ban them. Why do we have such a wide, a long period of time where the government does nothing until it's a crisis? In this case, they are doing something, but it's in the wrong direction. You see, back in the first Bush administration, uh, companies like Monsanto convinced the White House that GMOs were the key to increasing U.S. exports and setting up U.S. industries as dominant in agriculture and food trade. So they instructed the FDA, EPA, and USDA to promote GMOs. And so, for example, the FDA created a new position for a person who would be in charge of creating that GMO policy. They created the new position specifically for one man, Michael Taylor, Monsanto's attorney. He became the chief policy director at the FDA. And then while he was in there, he said in his policy that the FDA wasn't aware of any information showing that GMOs were significantly different from non-GMOs. Therefore, not a single safety test was necessary, no labeling was necessary, and you didn't even have to inform the FDA if you were a company like Monsanto that wanted to put your products on the market, you could simply put it on the market if you thought it was safe. Now, years later, a lawsuit forced the FDA to turn over its internal files, and we discovered that the entire policy was based on fraud. They claimed that the agency wasn't aware of significant differences, yet the overwhelming consensus among the scientists working at the agency was exactly the opposite. Their positions were 
summarized by a memo from Linda Call, the compliance officer, who said it is the opinion of the experts at the agency that the process of genetic engineering and traditional breeding are different and lead to different risks. And she even commented that trying to say that there's no difference is like trying to force a square peg into a round hole. Lewis Pribble, who is a microbiologist at the FDA, went a step further and wrote a very strong letter protesting how every time they had submitted their policy papers to Michael Taylor, it came back denuded of their concerns. And he said, what's become of this document? It's basically a political document and has no science in it. And he predicted accurately that because the FDA wasn't requiring any studies, the companies wouldn't do anything that they would normally do, and that over time they'd be lulled into a sense of safety because they'd see, well, this has been done a thousand times before. We don't need to worry about it, even though no one is looking. But now if we look at the evidence that has been compiled since those concerns were aired by the scientists in private and covered up, we can validate them and verify their concerns that, in fact, GMOs are dangerous. They are creating those things that they were concerned about, specifically allergens, toxins, new diseases, and nutritional problems. And their entrance into the food supply was accompanied by reports that we get from doctors and veterinarians of huge changes. The doctors saw them particularly among the children. So pediatricians like Michelle Perrault, started seeing dramatic changes in the health of her children, and they were not getting better with the same type of treatments. It took her years to figure out that it was the food that was driving food and also the associated chemicals that are sprayed on it that were driving these changes. And so she could prescribe organic diets to parents and then get a handle on reversing these conditions. People like Stephanie Senna from MIT and Nancy Swanson started to track the disease rates of GMOs and Roundup and found more than 30 diseases were rising in parallel. Veterinarians like Michael Fox, who did the Animal Doctor syndicated column with 25 to 30 million readers, he was getting letters from all over the country from pet owners saying that their pets, for some reason, and no particular change in their diet because they were feeding the same brands, but the brands were privately being switched to GMOs and sprayed with Roundup, they didn't know it, that all of a sudden their dogs and cats were getting diarrhea and allergies and itching. So he said to them, immediately switch your animals to non-GMO. They did, and he said he has a file draw full of letters that said it worked. We have livestock uh, veterinarians who describe the changes in cows where their gut bacteria balance completely changed, causing disease and death, and he had to come up with ways to reverse that. Now we know that Roundup is an antibiotic and it kills off beneficial bacteria, allowing pathogens to become wild in their growth, even promoting chronic botulism among cows. So we have now, in fact, many plausible reasons why GMOs and Roundup are specifically affecting the foundations of health, from gut bacteria to mineral absorption, hormones, neurotransmitters, mitochondria, the cancer production, which has been linked to Roundup and its chief poison, glyphosate. We see problems in digestion, leaky gut. If you break it down, what we know about Roundup alone shows that it 
damages or alters the foundations of our health in fundamental ways which could lead to all the diseases that we're talking about. And if you look just at GMOs, it creates random changes in the DNA, massive collateral damage, which can result in anything, allergens, toxins of all sorts. And there's even an insecticide that is engineered into corn and cotton and soybeans, and that insecticide has been linked not only to immune system reactions and allergic reactions in humans, but also into damaging the walls of our intestines because the way it kills insects is by drilling holes in their guts and it drills the same holes in human cells in laboratories. So we have a radically changed food supply and the government has turned a blind eye to it. Well, we are going to continue this conversation. Your information is fascinating and so thorough. So if you've just tuned in with us, folks, or with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, we are brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this break with more interesting information from Jeffrey Smith. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Start the new school year off right with Pure Encapsulation's new Pure Nutrients Gummy. The new Pure Nutrients Gummy is a comprehensive multivitamin mineral complex enhanced with organic berries and fruits in a great-tasting fruit-flavored gummy that's suitable for the whole family. With higher levels of vitamins and minerals than other leading professional brands, the Pure Nutrients Gummy offers daily wellness support in a fun, berry-shaped gummy multivitamin. Vitamin. The Pure Nutrients Gummy can be found at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's NeuroOptimizer comes to the rescue. NeuroOptimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. NeuroOptimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. NeuroOptimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green. Apothecary. 
Did you know at Village Green Apothecary, we offer everyday savings on top quality nutritional supplements, including herbs and homeopathic remedies, plus personal care products and more. That's right. In addition to our big sales events, you can save up to 20% on most everything you need for a healthier lifestyle today and every day. At Village Green, we care about our customers. We've been providing the best nutrition and healthy living products for over 50 years. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 54. 15 West Cedar Lane, or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour, and this is a reminder that we're here every Sunday morning at 10 AM. So tune in next week for more information on healthy living. Our guest today is Jeffrey Smith, author, filmmaker, and executive director of the Institute for Responsible Technology. He'll be focusing and has been focusing on GMOs and glyphosate, and our subject is eat organic as if your life depends on it. So we talked about the problems with, or some of the problems with GMOs and a little bit about glyphosate. Let's look at the problems going in more depth, if you would, uh, Jeffrey. I think it's important. I think we can look at what's happening right now and see another level of concern that is on the level of planetary survival. So it's it's interesting. I, I gave a talk recently to a group of um, people who are very involved in environment and a week before to a group that was involved in climate change. And I said, if climate change and climate chaos was an 8 out of 10 in concern, how bad would GMOs be? And I said, raise your hand if it's 7 or below, if it's the same as climate change, or if it's higher. The majority of the people who responded said it was more dangerous. And I was surprised. I know how dangerous it is. And I was surprised that they knew. And here's one reason why. When you release genetically modified organisms into the environment, they're living things. They cross-pollinate, they reproduce, animals reproduce, plants cross-pollinate. It becomes part of the ecosystem. Insects fly away, birds fly away, fish flies away. They all, if you can't go and recall them. So what happens is they will crossbreed and corrupt the gene pool. Now, the genetic engineering process itself, it's being touted by the biotech industry as safe and predictable. Do not believe them. It's not true. There's massive collateral damage that occurs as a result of the process of genetic engineering, either transferring genes between species or their so-called precise gene editing. Both are not precise. Both create this damage. It's been verified in peer-reviewed studies over and over again. So you can have hundreds or thousands of mutations up and down the DNA, any one of which can turn a harmless food into a potentially deadly one, can change the health of an animal, and change the nature of bacteria or fungus, depending on what you're genetically engineering. So if you put it into the environment, you're now creating a corrupted gene pool that we will pass on to future generations. So we've already corrupted the gene pool of a few species that are the GMO crops that we know about, soy, corn, cotton, canola, sugar beets, alfalfa, zucchini, yellow squash, papaya, potato, and apple. These are the ones that are currently commercialized. 
However, there is a plan now to deregulate, to eliminate the regulations around the world for the new gene-edited organisms. The biotech industry has successfully lied and convinced governments in the United States, Chile, Brazil, Argentina, Japan, pretending that their gene editing is so safe and so predictable, it should be treated like breeding, with no requirements for safety, no labeling, and this could replace nature in this generation. Let me say that again. Nature, the products of the billions of years of evolution, could be replaced with designer organisms in this generation where thousands of labs around the world, often propelled by artificial intelligence and robotics, could pump out thousands upon thousands of organisms from bacteria to bees, from fungus to fish, from algae to animals, and repopulate the ecosystem with corrupted gene pools. That and is, we have no technology to clean it up. That, that is frightening, when, and you've described it very well. I'm, I work with the autism community, and what we are finding is de novo genetic defects. In other words, the parents don't have it and pass it on. It's de novo. And I have wondered if it isn't our non-organic foods, the GMOs uh, in the past, the hydrogenated oils, that that is a factor. There's no one thing, one item, one gene that causes autism. It's a total load. But this load is getting heavier and heavier. And you've described Autism that. Autism is a very specialized case, and I'd love to address that. I will say that for those that want to know more about this uh, existential threat, they can go to protectnaturenow.com. Protectnaturenow.com. We're doing a uh, campaign from October 1st to 9th. The reason why it's till the 9th is because uh, President Trump signed an executive order which asked the chief organizations within the government from the Secretary of State to the FDA to come up with a plan to push U.S.-made gene-edited products around the world, and the plan is due October 9th. So we want to let them know we don't want them to replace nature. We don't want them to force-feed GMOs to us or to the rest of the planet, and we don't want them to dismantle uh, assessments and, and regulatory requirements around the world, which is their plan. Now, one of the reasons is to protect our health, and one of the aspects of health, as you mentioned, is autism. And I have a lot to say about it, and since you deal with the autism community, I imagine there's some of your listeners that are paying close attention. In the film Secret Ingredients, which you can watch at secretingredientsmovie.com, it's also at iTunes and Google Play, Secret Ingredients talks about families that switch to organic food and get better. And two of the families had autistic boys who are no longer on the spectrum. They switched to organic, their kids got better. In my earlier film, Genetic Roulette, three families talked about improvements in autistic boys. And I know my, my good friend Stephanie Senna from MIT has tracked the prevalence of autism in the United States, finding a very high correlation with the spraying of Roundup on GMOs, and she found that the modes of action of glyphosate that's used in Roundup 
match perfectly the physiological changes that occur in an autistic body. She was looking for the environmental assault. She was looking for chemicals that fit that profile, could not find any, nothing matched until she learned about glyphosate at a lecture by another friend of mine, Dr. Don Huber, a professor emeritus from Purdue University. Stephanie said she was sitting on the end of her chair. It was a perfect match. Now we understand the leaky gut, the misbalanced gut bacteria, the activation of the immune system, the the chemical and mineral imbalances, among other things, that can be generated by the action of glyphosate and are often found in autistic children. I had a 63-year-old autistic man come up to me and say, I'm only here because of you. I changed my diet, and now I can come out and attend your lecture. Isn't that wonderful? You know, the leaky gut issue is significant, and those of us in the functional complementary alternative medicine community have looked at this for three to four decades, and it is finally being getting more recognition. But in autism, we're also looking at leaky brains, leaky membranes, yes. and it, it, there's a point at which that tipping point uh, that we can reach, whether we're talking about having a disease and you reach the tipping point, whether we're talking about economics, climate change, all of those factors have a tipping point. And we're getting dangerously close in many of these areas. Uh, so keep keep up the discussion. Uh, share more information with us, Jeffrey. You're, you're an encyclopedia on this. The leaky brain, it's interesting. I was talking to Dr. Zach Bush, who is a triple board certified uh, doctor, and he's a he treats autism, among other things, and has been doing research on glyphosate. And he finds that when he puts Roundup or, in, in fact, glyphosate in a Petri dish with human cells, the tight junctions separate. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, will that just occur in the intestines and stomach? He said, no, it'll occur throughout the body. We will have leaky organs, not just leaky brains, leaky kidneys, leaky livers, the entire integrity of our system can be damaged by glyphosate entering our bodies. Now, glyphosate, it's interesting. I was talking to Dr. Dietrich Klinghardt. I did an online conference called Healing from GMOs and Roundup, where I interviewed 18 experts on what to do if you've been you know, struck by the problems and, and changing your diet isn't, isn't sufficient enough to heal, what else can you do? Dr. Dietrich Klinghardt told me something that I had never heard before, and that is he said his most sick patients, including the autistic children, have no glyphosate in their urine until he starts the detox. Yes. Then the glyphosate shows up. It's as if their body does not know how to get rid of the glyphosate from the food supply and that it causes much greater damage while it's there in higher concentrations. Now, expanding on that, you've really covered something that's important because we find the same thing with toxic metals. We thought we would see higher toxic metals in tissues and hair, and we didn't because it's sequestered because in autism, one of the more common findings is the inability to remove toxins, poor sulfation, uh, uh, not enough glutathione, impaired ability to remove toxins. And that's 
I am not surprised with the finding you just uh, talked about on glyphosate. It's true that glyphosate actually damages the body's ability to detox. It can mess up what's called the P450 cytochrome pathway. Mm-hmm. The enzymes of those are help the help the liver detox. It, glyphosate reduces the NRF2 yes. uh, availability, and they they allow it allows the cells to detox. Um, it can suppress the production of glutathione. All of these basic fundamental ways in which the body gets rid of toxins can be disabled. And so that means glyphosate becomes like the mother of all toxins because all the other toxins in the environment that end up in the body, which are normally ushered out through the detox pathways, they stick around and become more dangerous. They build So up. it's really a very serious molecule, very serious poison. Well, we're going to carry this conversation on in the third segment. We're learning so much. If you've just tuned in, folks, you're listening to Jeffrey Smith, author, filmmaker, and executive director of the Institute of Responsible Technology. And we will hear more from Jeffrey in the next segment. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this break. Solgar Number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar Number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar Number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar Number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar Number no. 7 says yes. Solgar Number no. 7. Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't meet? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognosure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognosure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognosure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognosure. Remember Cognosure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, listeners 
to the third segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour, and we're here talking with Dr. with Jeffrey Smith, author, filmmaker, and executive director of the Institute for Responsible Technology. He, he has been focusing on GMOs and glyphosate, and our subject is eat organic as if your life depends on it. And I add to that because it does. Let's talk more about the suits that have been going on with regard to glyphosate. Well, this is really great news. It's good to give some great news in this interview, and we'll give some more later. Um, The chemical glyphosate was originally patented as a chelator to, to take the minerals off the walls of pipes and boilers in factories. Uh, It also uh, was patented as an antibiotic. And it has a lot of things that it does that can lead to cancer. Uh, In fact, there was a letter sent by a former EPA senior toxicologist to one of her colleagues that still worked at the EPA pleading with him to please label glyphosate a probable human carcinogen. And she described how all these different characteristics of chelators and glyphosate in particular, 14 properties, could all lead to cancer and that glyphosate had all 14. It turns out the International Agency for Research on Cancer did later describe and classify glyphosate as a probable human carcinogen. It said that it does cause cancer in animals because there's sufficient animal model research. There wasn't enough research on humans, and it's unethical to expose a lot of people just to see if they get cancer. So they said it probably causes cancer in humans. It does create oxidative stress and mutations in the DNA, which can lead to cancer. And where it is sprayed in high concentrations, there's an increase in cancer rates. So when they put that out in 2015, what happened was the lawyers looked at the biggest correlations, the biggest uh, types of cancer where there was correlation, and found it was non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And so they they began representing people with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and there's been four lawsuits already. Uh, Monsanto has been bought by Bayer, so it's a lawsuit against Bayer, the aspirin maker. But the name Monsanto comes up a lot because most of their dirty dealings happened before they were purchased. I've been very much involved with these uh, trials, which we won all three. Monsanto was found guilty, and juries awarded the plaintiffs between $80 million and over $2 billion. In every case that it was high, the the judge brought it down, so it wasn't two billion. It became more like eighty million. But they showed that Monsanto had systematically covered up the evidence linking glyphosate to cancer. They lied about it. They ghost wrote uh, articles and research studies. They paid off supposedly independent scientists. They attacked independent scientists that had found problems forcing uh, their journals to retract studies, paying the journal editors uh, large sums of money to be so-called consultants. They had front groups 
that were involved in agriculture or in so-called science. They had a whole plan to orchestrate outcry and discredit the International Agency for Research on Cancer, which is a World Health Organization group. They got their friends in the Republican Party in Congress to try and defund this institute and to shed uh, problems with it. And the person who received the letter from the former senior toxicologist who had pleaded with him to tr please name glyphosate as a probable human carcinogen, that was, the guy was Jess Rowland, he still worked at the EPA. He was in charge of the committee that was evaluating glyphosate. And the documents, millions of documents were made public from this law set of lawsuits. And we find that Jess Rowland turns out to be the lapdog of Monsanto, working on behalf of Monsanto, although in a high position at the EPA, working to try and stop additional research into the links to cancer uh, by the government, uh, leaking information to Monsanto that was inappropriate, and essentially working for them as a member of the EPA. And he's just one of several, but the the memos and the texts are absolutely explicit, naming him as a colluder. And he was the one that ignored the plea by his former colleague who, wrote, colleague who wrote to him saying, I'm dying of cancer and I wanted to make sure I did the right thing. She did die of cancer. He didn't do the right thing. So we have a situation, for example, where we learned that when they tested Roundup on human skin to see if it penetrated, they used cadaver skins, too much of the Roundup passed through the skin to be legal, 10% of it. So instead of turning that information over to the EPA, which would have prevented the commercialization of Roundup, they took cadaver skin, cut it off, and baked it. They baked it till it got really hard, then they froze it till it got like leather, and then they applied the Roundup and there was hardly any absorption. So they said they gave the results of that rigged research without telling the EPA that they had baked and frozen human skin to get that result. And so they completely lied and rigged their research. You know, they this, also, this, yeah. is, this is an old story. I mean, and you know that, I know that, many oh, of yeah. our listeners do. EMFs, hydrogenated oils, fluoride, the type of fluoride that's in the public water supply. This exactly what you're explaining is what's been happening over and over, and then we're stuck with a mess. In fact, it was systematic. There was a company um, that was uh, doing all of these fake research studies for 30% of all the chemicals being approved in the United States. And this this organization actually was investigated, and the three executives went to jail. They were doing two-year rat studies in eight months. They were cutting and pasting the research from one study to another. When animals died as a result of being exposed, they just replaced them in the study. They were completely inept. And it turns out they were the ones that did the study on Roundup, on glyphosate, that allowed it to be approved in the first place. In fact, when Monsanto submitted its study, one of its scientist executives left Monsanto and joined this uh, IBT laboratory to be a part of that lab to oversee the Monsanto study. And when it was done, they went back to Monsanto. He's one of the ones that went to jail. And when the EPA realized that it had approved 
glyphosate based on completely fraudulent testing. They did not withdraw it. Withdraw it. They asked Monsanto to do another study. Monsanto did another study, submitted it, and they said this shows that it causes cancer. So Monsanto hired someone, and the person who they hired said, oh, we found cancer or tumors in the control group that no one else had seen. He didn't turn over the evidence right away to show it. He just said, we found it. In fact, it was interesting, the memos described by a, by a Monsanto executive that they were going to hire a doctor who was going to challenge the results and can convince them that it was not cancer-causing, and the doctor had not yet even been hired, had not even seen the slides yet. It was all rigged from the start. He was a hired gun who was designed to present false evidence. Well, they were able to turn around the initial EPA determination that glyphosate causes cancer based on this fraudulent report from Monsanto's doctor. Then Monsanto hired another scientist, the top person in the world, and said, basically, to please try and create a case that glyphosate doesn't cause oxidative stress and genotoxicity, which, the, which is basically messing up the DNA to create cancer. He reviewed some studies and said, actually, it does. And so you can read the memo saying, has this doctor ever done studies for industry before? In other words, isn't he, isn't he supposed to know that he's, that he's not supposed to report on that? So according to law, because this Dr. Perry had written a report showing that glyphosate does, in fact, lead to the, the oxidative stress and genotoxicity that can lead to cancer, they were, Monsanto was required by law to turn that report over to the EPA. They, they did not do that. Instead, they ghostwrote a review study with the exact opposite conclusions, published that, and that was used as the basis for regulatory agencies around the world to approve glyphosate. All this came out in these trials. You can hear about this if you go to responsibletechnology.org. I have a five-part interview with an attorney who was the lead attorney for two of these three uh, trials, a brilliant speaker, and the stories are breathtaking. Some people call it life-changing. So please go to responsibletechnology.org and also like our Facebook page because there's another interview with Brent Wisner on there and we have more interviews about these type of things which again are jaw-dropping because they're so blatant and yet they get away with it. Well again this is the same old story that we've heard uh, for decades and I'm thinking too of the way researchers go in with a narrative a bias and they ignore the data that doesn't fit the narrative. And my understanding is that there's, they're getting more strict in research where you have to reveal all of your data. You cannot cherry pick it. And I don't... Well, that, that came out in Europe. Europe passed that. I don't know when it starts, but that was very good news. I don't know if the U.S. is on board. In fact, these days, there's a lot less evidence that we have access to through the Freedom of Information Act requests. Uh, and so we're actually, there's a lot of censorship going on in the government. And also, of course, with Facebook and, and Google searches, et cetera, it seems to be rigged against getting the truth out now. Well, you certainly have <laughs> educated us. And I know this is the bad news, and I want to let our listeners know that in the last segment, you have some good news for us. And we always look forward to that. If you've just tuned in, folks, you're with The Essentials of Healthy Living. 
I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour, where we brought to you by uh, Village Green Apothecary. Please stay with us. We will be right back after this break with more interesting information from Jeffrey Smith. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Are you under a lot of stress these days? Pressure from your job, personal life, politics? It can all take a serious toll on your health, but we can help. Village Green Apothecary can help you achieve a healthier lifestyle with our wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 50 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formulas supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. I'm Mark Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, the most unique pharmacy in the country. You are unique, and at Village Green, we treat you this way. At Village Green, our passion is personalization and getting the root cause of health conditions. Guidance on foods, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. For over 50 years, customers have depended on advice from our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists. Visit Village Green in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to today's final segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. We're here every Sunday morning at 10 AM. Please tune in next Sunday for more information on healthy living. Now, I want to remind you that we've been talking with Jeffrey Smith, and this has been a fascinating discussion. He's an author, filmmaker, and executive director of the Institute of Responsible Technology, and we've been talking about GMOs and glyphosate and the importance of organic diets. So, uh, Jeffrey, what do you have to share with us in this last segment? Well, first of all, people want to know what they can do and how they can change their own diet. And I want to say that it used to be that we would say eat non-GMO, and if you can, eat organic because you have the extra advantage of avoiding these poisons that are sprayed on organic. 
But now they're spraying Roundup on a lot of non-GMO crops, on the beans and the grains. You find Roundup or glyphosate residues in oats and beans and hummus and also in wine and beer and orange juice. That's because Roundup is used throughout agriculture and even sprayed directly on the crops, the, the beans and the grains, the legumes, just before harvest to dry down the crop. So eating non-GMO alone is not sufficient to protect us from this very dangerous chemical. I would say the way to do it is to eat organic. And only if you can't eat organic, then at least eat non-GMO. And this is what's going to make the big change. And so the good news is that when people do switch to organic, and we started the, the interview off this way, so many people get better. In fact, you can look at the at the mice that were fed Roundup-ready soybeans for eight months. They had damage to their testicles, to their pancreas, to their liver. When they were switched to non-GMO soy for the next month, the problem started to reverse. So it happens in lab animals, it happens in humans, it happens in livestock, and it's something that we can tell all of our friends. Now, better than telling your friends, watch and share the movie Secret Ingredients at secretingredientsmovie.com. Amy Hart and I made this movie, and it has turned out to be the single most effective way of convincing someone to eat organic because it shows what happens in people's lives when they switch and it's dramatic. Infertile couples have children. Autistic kids are no longer on the spectrum. People who have described amazing recovery, skin conditions, brain fog, losing weight. And we don't just leave it with the anecdotal evidence. We have doctors like David Perlmutter explaining why. And as he explains it, you see the animations, you see what happens in the body, so that by the end of the documentary film, nearly everyone is ready to increase their commitment to organic food, and the people who are the exceptions are those already eating 100% organic food. But this is the way to convince yourself and to convince others, and let's start a revolution by circulating this information to as many people as possible. So secretingredientsmovie.com. Now to help to help out in protecting our planet, not just from the food, but also from the gene edited microorganisms that are up for release, the insects, etc. Go to protectnaturenow.com and find out how to join our campaign to protect nature from being replaced in this generation. Now some people feel like a victim and they feel helpless and hopeless. And I want to say that that's not at all our experience. In fact, what we have done at the Institute for Responsible Technology is pioneered messaging, pioneered in the exposing of information like what we've been talking about this hour that has convinced people to change their diet. When I started 23 years ago, there were no nonprofits talking about the health dangers. Uh, instead, they were talking about the environmental issues or the farm issues or patenting, etc. But I realized that there was a great Achilles heel in the whole selling of GMOs. It depended on consumers ignoring the risks. So we started focusing on the health dangers. We went deeply into the science with the help of scientists and doctors around the world. We exposed it through my book, Seeds of Deception, my book, Genetic Roulette. I have four movies, a thousand lectures, a thousand interviews, 
talks in 45 countries, training 1,500 people to speak on GMOs, and the Institute for Responsible Technology has pioneered and disseminated the behavior change messaging that actually started the tipping point of consumer rejection. You may see a non-GMO project seal on so many products these days. It's not our seal, but it's often our messaging which is inspiring people to quickly switch to non-GMO. In fact, 46% of Americans, that's over 150 million Americans, are seeking non-GMO food, and that desire by educated consumers has now forced food companies to replace their GMO ingredients with non-GMO so that they too can brag about being non-GMO and not sacrifice market share. So here, by giving people the information on what is healthy, we are collectively, individually and collectively, changing the food supply, changing what farmers grow because their marketplace is changing in what they demand. So companies that run the brands are telling their supply chain, no more GMOs, and that's changing everything. So we have the capacity to protect the world and protect future generations, and future generations are indeed at risk. In fact, we know that when Dr. Skinner at Washington University, Washington State University, injected Roundup into the into pregnant rats, their grandchildren and great-grandchildren especially suffered more than their offspring because of the epigenetic inheritable effects of Roundup. So we need to reverse this right away, but we have the capacity. If we popularize the dangers of GMOs and popularize the dangers of Roundup, it will be drummed out of the food supply completely. And this is where we're going. And if you'd like to help us do it, go to responsibletechnology.org and make a generous donation. In fact, a recurring donation, if you can, so that we know we can count on that money and continue with the campaigns that have been so effective, like the campaign we have called Pets and GMOs, so that we can create a tipping point in the pet food industry as well. Well, this has been a fascinating discussion, and I want you to give uh, some of the sites again. I think it's important for our listeners to be able to access what you have put together. So would you give us some of those links, please? Sure. The for being fully convinced that you need to eat organic and then using that same movie, Secret Ingredients, to convince others, the link is secretingredientsmovie.com. Sometimes just the trailer, which is available on the site, is sufficient to change people's diet. We've heard that. The mothership is really responsibletechnology.org. That's the main, I run a nonprofit called the Institute for Responsible Technology. And there you can click over to pets and GMOs. You can click over to the interviews that we did with Monsanto's, uh, the attorney that beat Monsanto in the trials. We have so many different campaigns and we have decades of materials there. Uh, and we are upgrading the website. So not only uh, go to it, but please sign on the newsletter so we can keep you updated and let you know as we have new information and new formats for you to use. And one of the sub-landing pages in responsibletechnology.org. You can access also through protectnaturenow.com, 
which is our campaign to stop the deregulation of gene editing around the world so that we don't see the replacement of nature in this generation. I do a lot of Facebook Lives with people, so the Facebook page for the Institute for Responsible Technology is also quite important. And if you have pets, you can go to petsandgmos.com and we can we give the names of pet foods that have no GMOs and low or no glyphosate. We tell people how to read the pet labels so that they can avoid it. We have glyphosate levels in food that you can get on the main site. We have a lot of very good consumer-friendly information to help people make changes in their life and also equip with information, even the speaker training program for those that want to dive in. Lots of information because we are we are dedicated to making a global change, and it's actually working. The good news is that we are making changes. We've had a huge impact on the world, and together, those of us looking after this information and getting it implemented, the changes that we want, could put on our resumes eventually that we've protected the health and lives of more people on the planet than anyone in human history. And it's not just people, it's all living beings, because this is a threat which could impact all living beings and all future generations. So well said. Jeffrey Smith, thank you so much for this interview. And I think this is one of the best interviews we've had. Uh, So we will probably run it again in the future. And for listeners, you can go uh, and download or stream this from myvillagegreen.com and just click the link to the radio shows, and you can have this to listen to again and again. Thank you, Jeffrey Smith. Well, thank you, and safe eating, everyone. It's really important right now. It's not just for our health. It's for all future generations. Thank you. And I want to thank you, listeners, for joining us on the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. And you can access this show, as I said, or any previous shows through My Village green.com and carl rogers said you are to be what you're now becoming and i think this can be said of our planet it is to be what it is now becoming and all of us count in making a difference and i want to add may you love what you do and do what you love and make sure your efforts have a positive influence on people and the planet this is dana lake and village green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside the beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists offer a personalized approach to help you with your health needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane, or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.